the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Real Life Lending and Real Estate. Your source for real estate market updates and strategies and answers to your real estate lending questions. Now, to provide you with insight and help you navigate the constantly changing world of real estate lending, here's your host, financial services expert and vice president of Essex Mortgage, Eric Kolofsky. Good afternoon, everyone here in the Bay Area. My name is Nisha Dimitruk, and I'm filling in for the fantastic Mr. Eric Ilofsky. I reached to you today from sunny Santa Cruz and uh, with a extensive history in the mortgage lending business. I have been part of home lending since the late 90s, so I have seen a thing or two in my time as a lending advisor and worked in many different positions in the lending field. So I have a broad spectrum of information to offer to you and a lot of tips for buyers, investors, homeowners who are looking to refinance and generally want to make sure that the clients that we provide information to understand that we are here, all lending professionals are here to provide you with the information that you deserve so that you make informed decisions that you feel good about, that you understand fully, and that you're confident in the financial future that you are choosing. Your lending advisors are not providing you with any answers. If they are, they are Uh, They're not providing you with any direction. They are giving you pieces of information to help you make the decision that fits your needs. And the more honest you are with them, then they can provide you with customized information to help you achieve your goals. If you have a question today, please don't hesitate to reach out to me, 831-435-0385. You can email me, Misha, M-E-S-H-A, at EssexMortgage.com, or you can chat with me on Facebook or LinkedIn. There's a lot going on in the mortgage market as this whole year has unfolded. It's been a continuous ride of highs and lows and interesting conundrums for people, whether you're buying or whether you're refinancing, where are rates going, how far will they drop, and really when is the best time to execute on a rate walk. in an election year, that adds a whole nother spin to things. And with just pandemic lifestyle, there's been a whole new surge of importance around home ownership. So if you are buying in the market or if you are thinking about buying, if you have come upon the position where your company says, listen, we're going to close down our in-person operation, you can work from anywhere. I will remind you, you're king of your own castle when you own your own home. And now is a great opportunity to look at buying a kingdom for yourself. So let's talk first and foremost about the process of pre-approval and why it's so important. If you've spoken with a realtor lately, you are learning about a COVID disclosure that is required to be signed before you get to tour the inside of a property. And that is going hand in hand with a formal written pre-approval. If you are in the market to make a purchase 
you have signed this form if you have gone into a property and your realtor has likely already provided you with the importance of your pre-approval letter accompanying any offer. Some listing agents are requiring that you have the pre-approval letter provided order property. So the order that you want to make sure that you understand for your success is to get your financing dialed in before you go shopping. You wouldn't go out looking for cars before you understood whether you could buy a Hyundai, a Maserati, or a Bentley. You would want to know with certainty which car you should be targeting first. And it's not unlike the mortgage market in this way. You want to understand what your purchase power is. You want to understand the different ways that you qualify. And your financing is going to be different than your neighbor. It's going to be different than your coworker. It's going to be different than your family member because all of your criteria is unique to you. Just as the saying that your medical records are slightly different for you than someone else who may have the same type of diagnosis that you do, but the individual characteristics that you bring to the table are how you are looked at individually. And that's the same in the mortgage market. So let's talk about pre-approval for a moment here. A formal pre-approval is different than a pre-qualification. Many of you have gone online and put in your information and told a calculator how much money you think you make. And I say think because there's your income and then there's qualifying income. Some of your income may not be eligible for qualification. A mortgage advisor is going to help you understand what your actual qualifying income is. Then you're going to take a look at that calculation that's been given to you online. By putting in your information, it gives you a calculation of what you could be qualified for. That's a pre-qualification. That's just a system that's telling you, based on this input data, you might be eligible for a purchase of this type of amount. It can be very misleading, and I want to caution you on this, because those types of calculators do not take your individual qualifying criteria into account. And oftentimes, if your income is maybe complex, if you are self-employed, if you earn overtime, bonus, or commission income, those types of calculations are not going to be the most advantageous for you to use because they don't break down the rules about how to utilize those various types of income and what's required in order for them to become eligible income. So if you've done that process, gone online, put in your information to a calculator, you have qualified yourself. The difference between a qualification, pre-qualification, and a pre-approval is vast. So a pre-qualification with a, with a lender will also require a credit pull. They will look at your credit, but they will tell you, you, you can just tell me, what's your income, how much money do you have, um, and we'll go forward from there. Here's a ballpark for you. The problem with pre-qualification is, is that it does not get to the nitty-gritty. It, doesn't, it gives you an overview and a bunch of asterisks. You might qualify for this. You could potentially purchase this. A pre-approval is a much deeper dive into your personal finances. It is, again, a credit pull. It is income verification and calculation. It is employment verification. It is asset review. It is credit score and credit history review. All of these things are required pieces to ensure that we understand what the potholes on the road to your homeownership 
might look like. And we want to make sure that we understand in advance of you going out and getting really excited about buying that home that you have signed your disclosure on and provided your pre-approval to, because that's a really powerful position for you to understand with certainty what you are pre-approved for based on your specific qualifications, that you have a letter that supports your ability to purchase, and that you have behind you a team of professionals who are prepared to take you the distance and get you across that finish line and get keys in hand. Again, king of your own castle. Now, there are plenty of online opportunities for you to go in and apply and put in all of this information and have them provide you with a pre-printed letter. Here's what I can tell you when it comes to those types of letters. First of all, the giant mortgage conglomerates that provide those letters to you, they require that you do so much of the work. They are not giving you the asterisks and disclaimers to say, in case we review this down the road and this information is different, you might not qualify for all of this. They give you pages of tiny fine print behind that letter. And again, you are providing all of your own data entry. You are providing all of your own details. And it's not until you actually get into a live transaction does anyone actually take a look at what it is that you have said your information is, how much money you make, how much money you have. Um, there are instances where the assets that you have in order to make a down payment are not always eligible funds. We want you to talk with a mortgage professional. Speak to an individual who is looking at your specific information and talk to you about what might and might not be eligible, about how we can prepare you best for the prospect of getting into a purchase. When it comes to the actual form that you get to submit with your offer, I provide to my clients a customized letter that matches with each of the offers that they submit. The reason being, if you qualified for a million dollar purchase, but you found a home that you only want to offer, let's say 925 on, if your letter says a million dollars and you send that over, but your offer only says 925, don't you think that automatically tells the seller this person qualifies for more money? And if they didn't like the offer price, you can bet your bottom dollar they're going to counter you to a higher price. Why? A, they know you qualify. B, they may not have liked the price that you offered in the first place. So there are reasons working with an individual mortgage advisor who is looking at your specific criteria and your individual information is going to benefit you. Additionally, you may find in the market that those giant online mortgage conglomerates, their pre-approval letter is not something that listing agents are overly excited about. When you are caught up in waiting 45, 90 days in order to get your financing taken care of, your offer may not be looked at as if it were as strong as if you have a customized letter, an individual who reaches out to the listing agent and confirms with them this person is pre-qualified, uh, excuse me, pre-approved, not just pre-qualified. They do have the ability to close quickly, smoothly, and they have a human on the other end of the transaction who is going to help guide them and provide the support that they need in order to achieve successful closing on time. So again, I remind you, 
pre-approval. We talk about this frequently on the show, and I want to drive this home in every aspect that we have to review it. Pre-approval is the way to go. Pre-qualification is a ballpark, and they give you some idea of what it is you're looking at, but the pre-approval is the next step up. And I encourage everyone who considers the opportunity to make a purchase, even in the next 12 months, there isn't a time that is too early to look at pre-approval. Discovering that you have a credit issue that needs to be resolved can sometimes take between six and 12 months. So there isn't a too early for you to have the information and knowledge. If you are readily qualified and pre-approved, then great. Then you can sit back and be confident in your position. If you know that there's work that needs to be done, then you can learn about that time frame and begin the process of getting on the right path to the best financing possible. The best financing possible is the one that you qualify for the easiest, provides the cheapest opportunity to borrow money, and will be readily available when the time comes for you to make a purchase. When we, gonna, when we come back a little bit, we're going to take a break, and then we'll be talking about all the changes in the mortgage industry that have happened this year, some new opportunities that have come back around, and what happens in an election year We'll talk about the history of rate change and fluctuation so that we can talk about the predictions that are coming out. We look forward to you joining us. Again, thanks for listening to Real Life Lending. I'm Nisha Dimitras with Essex Mortgage. This is Real Life Lending and Real Estate with financial services expert, Eric Olofsky. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Misha Dimitruk with Essex Mortgage. Again, filling in for Eric Olofsky. I and before the break we were talking about the difference between pre-qualification and pre-approval. Uh, now I would like to remind all of the listeners out there that while we are in the most interesting year that uh, that I've experienced in my lifetime, and we are also in a fantastic election year. Everyone uh, who is paying attention in the world today is aware of this, that we have just a few more days before we are looking at the prospect of uh, voting and making an impact with your vote is always important. I like to remind all the listeners here that voting is one of the ways that we have the ability to impact positive change in our world. And I encourage everyone to get out and cast their ballot. Uh, I also want to talk with you about what happens in the mortgage market in an election year? Historically, rates have come down when a Democrat has been elected. That's uh, Freddie Mac is providing this information to us that, that that has been the historic pattern. Now, that's, that theory has been bucked somewhat over the last couple of years in that, um, you know, we, we saw that rates came up when Trump was elected, about a half of a point immediately. And um, usually that comes into play because we don't know what the new president will do. When there is a change of hand, how will the world respond? How will economic reports and markets follow in the information, in the, the wake, so to speak, of this new shift? Now, I don't think that anyone has their finger on the pulse of exactly what will happen. And I certainly don't pretend that that I will be able to tell you exactly what's going to happen here. Um, this has been an unprecedented year, and I, I use that word with a little bit of nausea because that's just been a word that's been thrown about so much this year. But I will say that 
the reason that that has been thrown out is because it really applies. There have been more shifts this year in financial information and the ways in which we are assessing the opportunities to view financial information than ever before. The mortgage market indicators that typically would drive rates up or down have taken a turn. We're now looking at not following suit with what history has shown us about how the mortgage market is adjusted based on economic reports, uh, economic information, global economics, national economics. There's been a lot of different views and vantage points for us to take a step back and reassess. But I don't think that anyone has a solid footing on exactly what will happen. And so past predictors have been a challenge for everyone in the mortgage industry that I'm talking to, and I imagine the same in political fields, um, that we're not really able to follow the same patterns that we have historically based on how many changes have come about this year. So while the indication is of what the past performance has been for rates, given whether a Democrat or Republican was elected, we don't necessarily know that that will follow suit. We can just talk about what was. But we do know that when a new president is elected, not when a president is reelected, there is typically going to be and has historically been um, some reverberation throughout the market, whether it's global, international, uh, local, all of these play into whether or not there is confidence behind the candidate and behind the, the president-elect. So oftentimes we see a little period of time in between election day and the actual inauguration that uh, of a new president that the mortgage markets sort of go into flux. And the same thing happens with economic markets. And the, the stock market, for example, will, will have some fluctuation that sort of evens its way out as the understanding of the opinion of a newly elected president brings to the economic world. So what I can tell people is at this time, whether you get locked in, whether you're looking to lock in, there really isn't a right answer because rates are low. They are historically low right now. And right now is a great time. If rates come down a little bit more, the, um, we imagine that that will be an incremental shift, even down, even up could be an incremental shift. Uh, we have one more of the Fed before we actually have this election, but it's very unlikely that we're going to see a, a large rate shift one way or the other prior to an actual election day result. When we come back, we will be going over the new released, again, loan products and flexibility that are going to make purchasing as an investor and much more appetizing and available for those people who are shopping in the Bay Area. I look forward to you joining me, Misha Dimitrov, Essex Mortgage. You're listening to Real Life Lending and Real Estate with financial services expert, Eric Olofsky. Good afternoon, Bay Area. Once again, this is Misha Dimitrov with Essex Mortgage, filling in for the fantastic Eric Olofsky. I am here in Santa Cruz. You can reach me at 831 831- Four three five zero three eight five, or email Misha at Essex Mortgage. That's M as in Michael E S H A at EssexMortgage dot com. 
I'm here to help answer any of the questions that you have about real estate-related financing. One of the great opportunities that I have with my clients is to help them understand how to create the dream that they are seeking to achieve. We come up with a path that helps them get where they want to go. And there are, again, thankfully, um, plenty of flexible products for investors and um, people looking to uh, amass their real estate fortune and begin the process of understanding why real estate is going to be a lifelong sound investment. Now, the real estate market, mortgage market, and real estate values appreciate uh, and depreciate, uh, fluctuate rapidly. Uh, you can look at, if anyone's looking at online valuations, you might see the price change on a property from day to day, depending on what information those, inf those systems are looking at, what sales they're compiling the data from, what details have been adjusted by users online. So there's the, uh, the Zestimate that you can see that could change twice in a day, um, but that isn't necessarily an indicator of the actual value of a specific property. But one of the things that we talk about is that it, real estate is a long-term investment. I know there are a good many shows out there that would have you believe that you can flip a house in 48 hours and make $100,000. Um, of course, I'm, I'm kidding, but it does appear that way when you watch a 40-minute segment show. But the reality is, it is a long-term investment, and it's a long-term investment that is a great opportunity in the Bay Area. The national appreciation level that we see for market appreciation is 4%. In the Bay Area, we typically see somewhere more like 11% on an annual basis. So when you look at those house prices and you feel like you have a little bit of sticker shock, um, you know, take into consideration that the year-over-year -year growth that you are achieving is greater than that of most of the rest of the country. And that is for good reason. There's a really strong opportunity here. One of the uh, benefits that we have is the ability to look at alternative lending products. So in the name of qualifying for loans, we want you to understand that having a bigger down payment provides you with a better opportunity for financial flexibility. When you have a lesser down payment, you have a narrowed opportunity for purchasing when you are an investor. It's not the same scenario if you were buying an owner-occupied property. But as an investor, you have the ability to make a purchase with a plethora of products that earlier in the year the brakes got put on and investors were sort of stifled on what type of flexible lending products they had. But right now we're looking at the re-emergence of bank statement loans, the ability to derive qualifying income from bank deposits. We're looking at debt service loans, the ability to qualify to purchase a property, looking solely at that property's cash flow and profitability based on the payment for that specific property. We're looking at the ability to have, um, bank, beyond the bank statements and the debt service loans, we also have some other flexible products so that you get to make a choice about financing your property that isn't hard money financing or what some people would call private financing at higher interest rates. If you have questions, if you're an investor and you're looking for the opportunity to make one of these flexible buys, 
please don't hesitate to reach out to me, 831-435-0385. We can talk about how all of these flexible products will be able to benefit you and your portfolio. Again, this is Nisha with Real Life Lending, and we'll see you back here in just a moment. This is Real Life Lending and Real Estate with financial services expert, Eric Olofsky. And thank you for joining us today on Real Life Lending. Again, my name is Misha with Essex Mortgage, 831-435-0385. If you have any questions, go ahead and text those over to me today. Again, email Misha at EssexMortgage.com. Joining us here in a few minutes will be Michael Hewitt with Soul Property Advisors to give us a rundown of what the mortgage market is doing here in Santa Cruz, as well as some opportunities that are going to present themselves. In the meanwhile, I would like to again talk with you about the very, very real importance of understanding what you qualify for as individuals. Looking at credit score, credit is a hot button item that always comes up when we're talking with borrowers Um, Borrowers are any people applying for a loan, Um, but we will get back to that in a moment. I see Michael is on the line now. Michael, how is it going today? Uh, It's going great. We got uh, beautiful weather here in Scotts Valley today, that's for sure. Fantastic. Love those fall blue sky days. Tell us, Michael, how is the mortgage market and real estate market in sunny Santa Cruz and Scotts Valley? It is absolutely nuts. Um, I put two houses on, put one on coming soon, and my phone is blowing up. There's not very much days on market left for properties these days. There's just not enough of them. Right. And so tell our listeners, Michael, how days on market is, you know, affects the market and, and what that's indicative of, please. Um, we've shrunk from days on market from since the Corona kicked in and people started fleeing from, you know, uh, super high populated areas and moving to us. And we went from, uh, only five or six months ago to, you know, 38 days on market and our closest now is 12, meaning that that house is only on the market 12 days before there's a buyer that comes in and that takes everybody, every listing into account. So even the houses that go on overpriced are calculated into that. So most of the good stuff that comes on is going into contract within three days. So anyone that's looking to sell, Look for a very quick uh, offer coming in and look for them wanting a quick close. If you're looking at buying, you better move quick onto it and you better get an agent that understands this market and can get your offer accepted. Because even when it comes down to time to write an offer, more than likely you're going to have four to five to, to ten offers on that property that you're competing against. Right. Very, very true. Really hot market. It's really hot, and, I mean, you can still win. You can very much win in this market. I mean, Misha, you know as well as I do, it's a buyer's and seller's market. Any buyer that can get less than 3% on an interest rate is going to push prices Mm -hmm. up. And even if they're overpaying a little bit from list price, they're going to catch up on that very quickly in that monthly payment that they're going to get. 
So we we both know that this market right now is super hot for because it you know we don't have a, a good for buyer and good for seller market very often, and that's where we're at right now. So um, really, you know, if you're looking at moving, looking at buying. Uh, looking at selling, there's some prep stuff that you can really do to make sure that you're super successful and actually get the maximum amount of money if you're selling and being able to buy it at a fair price if you're buying, you know. And uh, we we know how to get it done. So anytime you want to reach out to me, 831-246-2008, give me a call, and uh, we can help you out and get you pointed in the right direction. Fantastic. Thank you, Michael. I, I appreciate that. I, Michael is an, an expert in, in real estate, in all avenues of real estate. His strategy and, uh, and ethics are second to none. I really encourage anybody who is looking in the market for expert guidance to reach out to Michael and, and run the opportunity that you are looking at past him. And he'll give you the information that you need in order to make the best strategic move for your desired outcome. Um, Michael, I, the listings that you have that have jumped up, do you have anything that's coming soon tomorrow that you can tell our buyers and out there that are you know, on the fence with bated breath? I, I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you about the ones I just put on today. One's a three-bedroom, two-bath in Felton in the flats where you can walk to everything. And uh, it's part of the lime kilns that were at the end of Heen Street there. And mm-hmm. so it, if you ever wanted a historical property that's very, very, very unique, being, you know, there's like a 20-foot castle wall with that used to have the kilns, that were there uh that's part of the history stamp 1918 it's so cool and uh you know that one has a koi pond a two two car uh detached garage it needs some updated built in 62 when we're getting good lumber still heart redwood that you know are going to be pest resistant um, in the greatest neighborhood, lots of kids, three-bedroom, two-bath, 1,500. The other one is uh, on 1850 Lockhart Gulch, 2-2 cabin. And this space is so cool. you got a creek that runs up under the front deck with a, with a tree house there, and you can feed the trout in the creek, and you have your own swimming hole, and it's just very, very unique. So 1850 Lockhart Gulch. And 312 uh, Heen Street in Felton are, are the two flavors I have for you this week. We got a lot of stuff coming up. Another one on Heen. Uh, I know that I have another one here in Scotts Valley are coming up, so I'm looking forward to telling your audiences about that next week. Or if they want to reach out to me and I'll give them a sneak peek, uh, we can do either or. So you can reach me at Wonderful. Michael at Soul Agent. So solagents.com or give me a call at 831-246-2008. And I have to take this opportunity to congratulate you on the new baby, Misha. She is beautiful. So congratulations. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. And, well, we look uh, forward I'm to hearing now. about your new opportunities next week. Absolutely. I'll call in next week, and everyone else have a make it a great week. And if those questions come up, I'll be glad to provide some answers. All right. Thanks, Michael. All right. We'll be back in a few minutes, everybody. I look forward to the opportunity to speak with you. 831-435-0385. Misha at Essex Mortgage. 
Thank you. You're listening to Real Life Lending and Real Estate with financial services expert, Eric Olofsky. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today on Real Life Lending. Again, I'm Misha Dimitruk with Essex Mortgage. Uh, Before Michael Hewitt joined us, we were touching on the subject of credit, and this is a very important piece of the qualification process and one of the, the cornerstones of home lending in full credit. There's a lot of misinformation out there about credit, about credit score. Where can you go to get your credit score? What, who has the best credit score? What achieves the highest credit scores? What I can tell you is there are three, three bureaus, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. If you are looking at a credit source that is giving you a score, their website rhymes with pharma, they are giving you a non-validated score. They are giving you information that is their calculation. It is not one of the major bureaus. It is not one of your actual credit scores that's used for qualifying purposes. And I want to bring that to the forefront of the conversation about credit because it's a free score. So people go there and they look at their credit score and they think, well, this is great. But that information, how they calculate that score is not the same calculations that are used by Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion to provide the scores that are used for mortgage qualification. It's vastly different. And that comes into play in a lot of different ways where we'll pull someone's credit and they'll say, well, I looked at my site over here and it said my score was higher. If you have a credit card right now, your most credit cards are offering the ability to have one, at least one of the bureaus provide you with an actual credit score. I encourage people to look at this. Um, but I tell people this, you know, with sort of in a, in a joking manner, but in all seriousness, don't look at your credit score or your weight every single day. You do that, it will drive you bonkers because those numbers change on an hourly basis sometimes, depending on what information is being input. The One payment being added, another payment being due can cause the credit score to shift within the range that is allowed for whatever that specific criteria is, whether it's a payment that became due, a payment that was just received, a balance that fluctuated. All of these things are in moving targets. Your credit score is a snapshot in time. It is not something that generally stays the same day after day after day because all of the pieces of your credit puzzle are moving. So what I want to encourage everyone to do, again, if you're in the market to make a purchase, to refinance a property, or if you own your property free and clear and you are looking at maybe some deferred maintenance, Maybe you would like to expand your real estate portfolio. We want to look at your credit first and foremost. I think a lot of people end up shying away from credit review because if you don't know about your credit, you're either worried that it's not as good as it needs to be or you know that there are some issues that are inhibiting you from being able to move forward. So what I would remind you is it's better to know. Better to take a look, better to get a plan in place to get you to where you want to go. So if you have questions, if you're looking to make a purchase, if you need to refinance, if you are in the position where you have tremendous equity and you need to extract some of that in order to make it usable cash to improve your life, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Again, my name is Nisha Dimitruk, 831-435-4000. 
888-0385, Nisha at Essex Mortgage. I'm also on Facebook or LinkedIn. It has been a pleasure to be with you again this week. I look forward to next week. Uh, If anybody has a question that they're looking to get answered, please don't hesitate to reach out to me directly, or we hope that you will join us for next week's show uh, with Real Life Lending, and potentially Mr. Ilofsky will be back next week to join us.